0: Would you turn off that stupid music? They got important things to talk about here. There's an ice storm coming. That's right, an ice storm coming. We are in trouble, y'all. This is gonna be another catastrophic event. Unless absolutely nothing happens, which could be the way it works out, cause it's George and you never know what's gonna happen. But there's an ice storm coming. We're gonna have one to two inches of ice and snow. Or it's going to rain a little bit and we're all going to just wake up on Monday and say, well, nothing happened. Either way, there's a nice storm coming. Time to panic. Get to the grocery store. Get to the grocery store. We got to go right now. I'll be back in a minute. Tell y'all what's happening. Don't go nowhere. I really do detest that music. I I wish he'd have picked out some, you know, George Jones or something, you know, good, but obviously he had to have that hillbilly Celtic stuff going on. Anyway, there's an ice storm coming. The weather folks, the prognosticators of weather, have told us that there's a good chance, there's a significant chance, that we're gonna see a wintry mix which turns into snowfall by tomorrow afternoon. Churches canceled. Everybody's hunkering down. And those of us who have no sense are at the grocery store getting milk and bread. For those of y'all who don't live in the South, you don't really understand what it means when the weather folk come on and say, you're going to have an ice storm. The potential of an ice storm is one of the most life-threatening things that a Southerner ever faces. For those of us who've lived long enough to have survived a few of these life-threatening events, we know that the most important thing you got to do is rush out to the grocery store and get milk and bread. The milk and bread will fly off the shelves before anything else. Now, I'm not sure why people don't go out there and buy beer and chips, but they don't. They buy milk and bread so that you can have milk soaked in bread if the power goes out for seven days because of the ice storm. (laughs) Not that that's ever happened before. Usually the longest I can remember the power being out is about four days. And that was the big storm of 73. But we do face power outages. Now what happens here, see what the weather comes in, and to give you a little idea of of how it is around here. It has been warm in Georgia for the last several days. It's been up in the mid 50s, even climbing up towards 60 degrees on a sunny afternoon, dropping into the 30s at night, which is normal for January. But we've had this nice warm weather. It has been just beautiful. And that's when you start worrying about the ice storm because it's the perfect setup as you see what's going on up north where it's always cold and wintery it January. You know, folks up in Chicago are not screaming and worrying about the ice storm. That's just normal snow and cold and horrible winter time up there. But down here, we go from being, you know, riding around in your short sleeves to chiseling two inches of ice off the windshield so that you can kill yourself trying to get to the store to get milk and bread because you forgot to get any before the storm hit. So what happens is we have this warm air coming off of the Gulf Stream, but then there's this cold Arctic front that will come blasting down from up north out of Canada. And sometimes that cold air will hit that wet air that's coming up off the Gulf Stream and it'll just turn into the perfect moment where it starts to rain and then the temperature drops below freezing and then it starts to sleet, and the rain begins to freeze. Freezing rain is the real problem. And a lot of places up north don't get no freezing rain. Y'all don't understand what it's like to be watching it rain, and then the rain turns to sleet, and then you begin watching the pine trees turn into popsicles as the ice begins to form on the limbs and the pine needles. It's beautiful but it's dangerous. Because see, something about pine trees folks don't know is the pine tree's taproot runs straight down. So the taproot of a pine tree is as deep in the ground as the pine tree is tall, which means when the pine tree's top begins to get heavy because of the ice forming on it from the rain that is freezing as it falls onto it, that pine tree eventually is going to uh, first start shedding limbs because the limbs are going to break, fall off of the tree, and then the tree itself begin to bend over, and it sounds like a cannon goes off when that tree snaps right into pow. And then the top of the pine tree will fall down, find the closest power line, and take it down, and then you'll see the transformers exploding all around you through the night, and then you wake up the next morning with no power that's an ice storm in the south that's what happens and of course the roads freeze up and the power is out and you can't get nowhere and everybody's just sitting around praying that the sun will come out and it'll warm up to 42 degrees and everything will melt off and we'll all live or we could all freeze to death so what i want to do is let y'all know there's an ice storm coming or at least there's the potential of an ice storm coming. That's what the weather people are all telling us. And so I want to make sure if you live down south and you have not lived here long that you understand what you're witnessing as this unloads, as it unravels. If you live somewhere else in the country where this event does not occur on a random basis because it don't happen every year, it doesn't happen every one or two years, but about once a decade we have a doozy. And I want to give you a little bit of history about this And I'm going to help you with just a couple of tips on how you can survive the ice storm. You can live through this, folks. You can do it because I've done it before. So hang tight. I'm going to take a quick break, whip my whistle, and come back, and I'm going to lay it all out for you. You really don't need milk and bread, but you probably need to get up to the grocery store as quick as you can because the lines are going to be insane. I'll be back in a minute. Don't go no worse. This is a promo hold. That means the producer has intentionally created a space in the podcast for a proud sponsor to offer their products, services, or anything else of value for a reasonable amount of money. If you are interested in this promo hold space, reach out to us at TheEclecticMonk at Mail.com and our friendly sales associates will be in touch. Thank you. The first ice storm I remember was the big storm of 73. I was 10 years old. We spent the night over at the neighbor's house because they had firewood. There was no power anywhere in Powder Springs, Georgia, to be had, and if we hadn't have been across the street from the McGlons, we probably would have all frozen to death in our house because it was cold and there was no heat, and you know, we probably would have made it, but it was nice to be camped out next to their fireplace and uh so that was a big storm i remember that when i remember going over to my grandparents house hanging out over there because they had a little gas heater stove thing in the basement we all gathered around that as we were driving through the winter wonderland because my dad was insane and just wanted to get out and drive around in the winter wonderland but there was trees broke there was ice everywhere the roads were froze up the Pipes were froze up. Everything was froze up. It was a serious ice storm. And I'll never forget laying there that night in a neighbor's house listening to the pine trees explode in the woods all around us. It was a memorable thing. Then in 1982, here in Atlanta, we had what they call Snowmageddon. That was the snowstorm that landed here right about the time people were getting off work. Started snowing about 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, dumped about six, eight inches of snow. And of course the roads all froze. Cause this is the thing that happens here in the South. The roads are warm you know, it's been pretty warm. And then all of a sudden it drops down cold. The rain and the snow come down, hit the roads, the roads melt the snow. And then another layer of snow comes in on top of that and it begins to cool down. And then you get a layer of ice on the roads. So the roads are the big problem. All of a sudden, it's not like driving on snow. I have lived in Minnesota. I have lived in Canada. I know what driving in the snow is like. I know all you Yankees are thinking them Southerners can't drive in the snow. Ha <laughs> ha Well, I can tell you right now, folks, ain't nobody can drive on ice. And what we got down here is ice that occurs on a moment's notice. You turn around and everything is iced up. That particular snowstorm, I was at my dad's house, which was a blessing and a curse. At least I wasn't at work, but I was a long way from my girlfriend but we managed to survive and we're still married i don't know how but that's you know another day for another question anyway 1993 we had the winter event of all time i had a good friend who told me his dad was a meteorologist he said the low pressure that came in off of the atlantic ocean for that storm was the same as a hurricane and the winds were howling and the snow came in and it blew snow like crazy. We had probably 10 inches of snow, again, ice on all the roads. I tried to go to work because that's what you do. You get in your car, you try to get out of your driveway, you get up the hill, you try to get out on the road. I was in my little 1982 Toyota Corolla driving down the highway. The wind hit. I was on ice, that car started spinning, I went through a spin, about 10 spins, and when I came to a stop, I was still on the road facing the direction of my house, I thought that was a sign from God, and I drove back home, and I parked it, and I spent the next few days sledding down the hill with my kids, because it was all froze up, and it was a lot of fun, and then it thaws out and you go back to work. Basically, what we got down here in the south is you got, you know, snow vacations when these things happen. The next craziest one was 2012, I believe it was. Again, it was supposed to start snowing around midnight or sound, oh, what, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night, but all of a sudden it decided it was going to start about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it dumped a lot of snow, and, of course, the roads melted and froze up and we had ice on the roads and the next thing you know everybody in metro Atlanta is trying to go home at the same time and a major snowstorm it was an incredible ice jam it took me about four and a half hours to get home for a ride that normally took 30 minutes not because of the snow but because of all the idiots who were stuck in the snow that I had to work around and get around and go through and whatever It was just terrible. We actually had people in school buses spend the night in the school bus on the side of the road because they couldn't get home. It was a terrible, terrible storm, and it's a memorable thing. And that's the one that everybody really remembers the most around here, and they don't ever want to have kids slip in the night on a school bus again or people spend the night on the floor of the Home Depot because it's the closest thing to walk to while the car is run out of gas on the interstate because ain't nobody moving because it's all froze up. And that happened in 2012. That's how things happen in the South. And so when they say ice storm coming, everybody now has a little bit of panic because if you've lived through one of them, you know this could be bad. It could be a serious thing. And so everybody does get out to the grocery store. The grocery store lines, I'm sure, right now are terrible. Everybody is there getting all their last-minute supplies ready to be iced in for three or four days, and we want to make sure you got plenty of milk and bread. I don't know why we do milk and bread, but you do. The milk will fly off the shelves. The bread shelf will be empty. And the potato chips are next, probably, and the beer after that. I would assume that's the things that people are going for, maybe some canned soup so that you can cook it over your propane stove if you got one. The power might go out. When the power goes out here in the South, it is a sad thing. But fortunately, a lot of folks have got fireplaces. I got a fireplace. Not only do I that, I got a camp stove, and I got a propane grill. So we're going to be just fine. If we lose power, we're going to hanker down around the fireplace so we can stay warm. We can got gas stoves so we can fire them up. We can cook our beanie weenies, make some soup, cook some chicken, whatever we need to do. We're going to be just fine. Now, for those folks in the all-electric homes, they got a different problem. And that's one of those things where you got to think ahead. So if you've moved to the south, this is your first ice storm, and you're one of them Yankees and moved into one of them fancy all-electric homes, this is why you shouldn't have done that. You should always have yourself a gas stove, or at least make sure you got a nice propane uh, stove or, or grill so that you can at least cook something so you don't go hungry. Either that, or you get your a lot of milk and bread and some cereal, and you throw the milk outside in the snow to keep it cold when the power goes out and your refrigerator do not work no more. And then you can take it and you can pull it in and eat, you know, cold cereal while you're sitting around, hunkering in your blankets, freezing your butts off because you don't have a fireplace. These are all things you need to think through if you're going to move down south. Anyway, the fact is we got an ice storm coming. I got to go get ready for it. My cousin, the monk, asked me if I could just throw this out real quick because he wanted to make sure that you were aware that today, Saturday, there's a chance And tonight and into tomorrow, we're going to have ourselves some wintry mix. It's going to turn into snow tomorrow afternoon. We could have two to three inches of snow on the ground by tomorrow. And then it's going to drop down into the 20s and freeze solid. And then by Monday afternoon, it's going to be in the 50s and it's going to sunshine and everything's going to be gone. So don't panic. But you do need to get out there and get you some milk and bread. Hey, ice storms, nothing to play around with. Last thing I want to remind you is if it starts getting bad out there, please don't get in your car and go anywhere. Just hunker down where you are. Get yourself a lot of blankets. Put on an extra layer. Get into the bed. Throw a couple of blankets on the bed. Get your kids and your dogs and your cats or whatever you got. Get into the bed. Just make yourself comfortable. Don't burn your house down with a candle. That's dumb. Get yourself a flashlight. Right now is the time to make sure you got batteries for your flashlight, maybe some candles because they're pretty, but they don't put out much light. And then, you know, if you're like me, i got one of them uh, battery-operated computer things there. I could actually watch some stuff without, you know, a whole lot of of power uh, for a little bit until the batteries run out. So you can do all that. Get yourself a good book. Get yourself settled in. Get ready for the storm. Ice storm's coming. Ice storm's coming. Everything's terrible. Freak out. Run around. Milk and bread. Milk and bread. Milk and bread. Everything's going to be all right. Don't drive in the ice. Nobody can drive on ice. Till the next time, be ready to let me know your story, how you survived the ice storm of 2022. As if COVID wasn't enough, we got ourselves an ice storm. Talk to you later. I love you. Bye. So I really, really do appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I appreciate you sharing it on social media or just by word of mouth. Appreciate you following it, liking it, rating it if possible on whatever outlet that you're enjoying it on. And appreciate all the encouragement that I've gotten along the way. The nine of you still inspire me. And I really, really thank you all from the very bottom of my heart. So again, till we meet again, God bless. Thanks.